Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord light. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and a Clinton show. I love the show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I'll tell you <laughs> Whoa, what? You're talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubeblade. That's right. The Drive is live and in color, and we are on the road live at one of the best events uh, that uh, that Houston puts out, sports or not, the Houston Sports Awards, and uh, we are at the uh, the Wortham Theater again. Um, this one that I completely missed. Uh, I came running up the escalator. I was late. I, w- I, I was not aware there was another Wortham Theater in the city, and I drove to that one uh, instead of this one. But I've made it here, uh, and uh, the night of the century is going to be a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful night, as it always is. It was a great event last year, and uh, we'll be here again. Patty Smith, she'll join us coming up uh, in about uh, in about 20 minutes or so, so stay tuned for that. She'll let you know everything uh, and should have a fun uh, fun night here, Clint. Absolutely. No question about it, man. It's uh, the – just the vibe in the building already with the music being worked on, all, all the, diff- the sound systems being worked on, the bars being set up, um, all the, the red velvet ropes here to, 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 to direct all the, the former players and, and Hall of Famers and, and celebrities to, to the uh, VIP room. It's, uh, it's about that time, man. Hey, and, and look, man, don't, don't feel bad about getting, getting it wrong. I mean, I, out of everybody that gave us a little bit of direction on where we were going to be, I think, I think I was the only one that said it's the same place we were at last time. And I think there was a couple folks that maybe even scoffed at my suggestion that it was the same place. Yes. But we and looked. they seemed so confident in it. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Oh, no, 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 no. We ain't been there. It's just, it's there I, I, but, I'm going to put him uh, out there. I, I, mean, I, think me and you, I think me and you were literally sitting in the same exact place. Yes. Now, the there's no stage in the middle out here where I think, uh, was it Sammy Davis Jr.? And one Dave of them Martin, was I'm hoping, I, hope they, I hope they come back. Well, I, I mean, they, unless they're just chilling in that couch over there. I don't know if they're coming back. But, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are in the, literally our asses are in the exact same spot. Literally, tail end, same seat, same same spot on the floor. So, hey, man, don't, don't sit over and show all that blame man some some folks that have been been around texas a lot longer than you kind of misdirected you a little bit that's right that's right tyler what, what you got to do is you just what? now you should take this as who the hell you listen to uh, you know uh, tyler tyler how, how am i involved in this 100 percent, you were tyler how uh, our boss parker yep he parker was too. parker was so convincing to me i, I texted both sure of you dingoes this morning and just said hey reminder where it's at no you said the word of them you, you said the word is, is that incorrect before- is that incorrect but and before though you were one that says it's a different place. Am what I, is the last thing very, I told you before you drove somewhere very, today? Very, very adamant about it's at the Wortham Center. I was I said it was there before. No, no, no. This ain't the same place y'all were in. Yeah, no, he no, was no, very adamant same. with it. Yeah. So and our uh, boss Parker yeah. Parker was so convincing. He's who he told said, me. He said, uh, it, it, "Hey, and this is 
No, it wasn't at the worst because it's the same place from last year, right? No, no it, it's been no, flooded. No, 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 no. That one, that one was flooded. Right. And I was like, well, damn, maybe he's right. Well, in my defense as well, I'm not there, obviously, so I wasn't there last year to know if it's the same exact spot. No, you came last year. I just don't. I mean, hey, bottom, look look here, end of the day is I just don't want my boy Show to feel like he needs to shoulder all that blame on on his own. He he was misdirected. As a a leader, though, um, uh, I will take that blame, but I also just wanted to, (laughs) to make it very clear and honest that there were other people who helped. Me, uh, me coming to cross talk a little. Well, we we are we are in the same exact place, Tyler. If if you remember correctly, where um, I believe this is the same place where where you had your picture taken with a backpack on. That's right. In the middle of an event, and your wife wasn't wasn't a a big. That's that's right. I'm talking about. This is also the time when I when we found out that Tyler uh, is a is a jerk and rolls through Chick Fil A. And uh, double, uh, double uh, gets his fries fried hard. This That's is, right. This is when That's we right. found that yeah. out last. So we're back, folks. Right, we're gotta back, get baby. those fries well done. Should be like Bruce Matthews going into the uh, the uh, Houston Sports Hall of Fame. Elvin Hayes going into the Houston Sports Hall of Fame, and uh, everybody's favorite dresser and a hell of a ba- uh, basketball player as well, uh, Calvin Murphy going into the Hall. Of fame. So it's going to be a great night. Hosted by Alex Bregman. Patty Smith, by the way, everybody out there listening, Alex Bregman's going to be on the show at some point in You're time. Right at, at least Patty is, is doing her damnedest to make it that. make sure to. She said after makeup, so we'll see what kind of makeup uh, yeah. Alex Bregman rocks. But just a couple of couple of things here. Show I'm looking at the uh, at the website. Athlete of the year: Alex Bregman, Jeremy Pena, Justin Verlander, Jordan Alvarez. Coach of the year is um, Dusty Baker. Jenny Volpe, John K, North Shore Mustang, shout out, baby. Appreciate y'all whooping our tail a couple times over in Baytown. Kelvin Sampson, so uh, U of H. Did I, say, did I leave Dusty off the No, I mean, that's just going to be the winner. Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I, thought I, I thought I put Dusty up there. No, you did. He, he's, I'm just saying he's going to be the winner. And, and I, I, I got to give, I gotta give old, uh, Larry Durker a, a, a quick uh, a quick shout out. Larry, the Lifetime Achievement Award recipient. Um, I mean, he's up there. I mean, picture and all in terms of on the walls around here with the nominees. It's a Hawaiian so, shirt, like he loves to wear. Yes, yes, picture. yes. Uh, so, so that's that, that, there's a couple athlete of the year, coach of the year. There's a moment of the year, college athlete of the year, executive of the year. There's a, there's a lot going on here, man, and and uh, we got you covered. That's right, man. And so it should be a fun, fun show. Never know who may stop by. Uh, we know Patty will be on with us to give us. Uh, more info about tonight, and uh, obviously, as uh, Clint said, pa- uh, Alex Bregman, who is hosting it, world champion, he is going to jump jump on at some point in the show. So it should be uh, should be fun. Uh, but just like last year, deja vu. We're in the midst of a coaching search, and deja vu in the midst of seeing who potentially uh, the Texans will add to their team. And one of I say what what we've agreed like the number one overall coaching candidate out there right now is Sean Payton, right? He's a, he's he would be the number one candidate uh, involved uh, in this coaching cycle. And Ian Rappaport of NFL Network has an interesting update. This uh this isn't a but but thirty minutes old has an interesting update about uh, where uh, things are with Sean Payton. 
Yeah, this is interesting, Andrew, because when this all started, the assumption was as soon as Sean Payton decides where he's going to go, then everyone else will know where they're going to go, and then the coaching searches will resume from there. It's now reached a different point, and if you go through the different places that Sean Payton has interviewed, it does not seem like a second interview is coming with any of those places. First of all, the Carolina Panthers, where he already interviewed, have Frank Reich uh, and Steve Wilkes, along with Kellen Moore, in for second-slash-first interviews there. That seems to be the list as of now. You have the Denver Broncos, who seem to be focusing their attention elsewhere. Not saying he's out, but they do seem to be focusing elsewhere. You have the Houston Texans, who have not yet requested a second interview with Sean Payton. Then he's going to the Arizona Cardinals for a first interview. That is going to be tomorrow, assuming they get through the Dan Quinn interview and make no moves today. I'm saying that as of right now, it does not seem like there is a place for Sean Payton. We'll see, but it does not seem like there is a place in the coaching world right now. Mm. All right, uh, Sean Payton, um, we've heard reports that Denver was going to try to schedule a second interview, but listening to Ian Rappaport there, that was courtesy of NFL Network, uh, saying it doesn't seem like there's a place right now. Nobody is having a second interview. You know Sean a little bit. Clint, do you think this is because teams are are kind of out or a little scared about the price? Or do you think this is Sean potentially saying, Hey, man, this, uh, I'm not seeing nothing that, that, that gets me, uh, or as you'd say, blows, blows my skirt up. Yeah, I, look, I, I think if you look at, at the reports that came out, not, the, not Sean saying what New Orleans would want, but the reports that came out afterwards in terms of, of the New Orleans Saints wanting um, more, more along the lines of what Gruden, uh, you know, what the, the, the Raiders received for Gruden back in the day. Uh, two first-rounders, two second-rounders, $8 million. And I'm not saying that's the number, that's yeah. the draft capital, but it sure makes it sound like that could potentially be closer to that. It could be potentially closer to that than the mid-first-round pick that Sean threw out there, number one. Number two, Sean really could be looking for $20, 25000000 million a year. And I think those two things combined, when yeah. you start looking at this, um, and if, even if the draft capital is just more than one first-rounder, I, I think it changes the conversation, and quite frankly, I think there's a lot of squads out there, a lot of organizations out there that just don't have the draft capital to do it. I mean, it, no, like, yeah, the it, Texans, it, like we said, that I feel like the Texans are the maybe the only team that even has yeah the, that. The Texans are the only team that I think could could possibly weather a storm of giving away yes. multiple first round picks. Not saying everybody relax out there. I'm not saying that that he would or even just they the, should or would or but, even just the one that he said. Yeah. And not blow their, you know, not hurt themselves in yeah. a major way. Yeah, so so I, I I think it's probably, this strikes me, like not even a second interview strikes me as something along, some somewhere there is there is a, a a kink in the chain where it's just shutting everything down. And it's got to be. With everybody. It's got to be something major. It can't be, well, like, like, like you know, uh, uh, Colin Cowherd said, well, you know the dysfunction at the top. That you can you can see it in a zoom. Like I, I don't think Sean Payton sniffing a little dysfunction in, in a zoom with the Texans, and that's what they were shooting. That's what they were pointing at anyway. I'll just go ahead and say it. I don't think that's shutting down the entire coach, head coach search. So I, I just believe for Sean Payton, I just believe that that's it's got to be something major. Whether that's the twenty twenty five a year, that's that's a real number he's looking for, and folks are saying get the hell out of here, or it's the 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 crazy amount of draft capital the Saints are wanting. And teams are saying no chance. So I, I think it's probably something in that in, in that uh, neck of the woods show that's shutting this thing down. Clint, what jumped out to me on that report from Ian Rappaport was not just the Sean Payton stuff, that not, not another second interview, but he specifically said about Denver, it looks like they're looking elsewhere. Not that they're out, but they're looking elsewhere. 
So where is Denver looking elsewhere? Denver got on a plane and flew out to San Francisco to yeah. meet with many people's favorite choice for the Texans, D'Amico Ryans. So if they are turning their attention away from Sean Payton, does that mean they're turning their attention to, like, the person they have been, you know, most – have shown the most interest in? I mean, you go out and get on a plane and fly out to the guy, yeah. like, you're showing major in- interest. Like, do they – does that mean that's where they're going? Is that – that mean – is that – that, I think, makes a lot of Texans fans nervous – the thought is, is Denver going to put the full court press on? They're going to just blow them out the mu- the water money yeah. wise. What are they? I mean, is, is that where their priority shifts? If it's not Sean, Payton? well, look, you got to think. I said this before. I don't know which guy it is, uh, but but one or two, maybe even three. And I'm just going based off the eight that are on on the Texans list. Um, there's going to be again one, two, maybe maybe three guys that through this process are going to come out as just leaders of men, alphas, all the things that we talked about, check every single box um, from a leadership perspective. And whichever, t- whichever candidates that, all, that, that ends up being, I'm sure D'Amico will be one of them based on everything that we've heard from, from Wade and Seth and all these different guys. Um, yeah, you better believe that these, uh, th- these other teams, every, every team's going to get in the, in, the, uh, in the bidding war with them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so. And I think Denver's one to Denver's one to be a little bit worried about, a little bit concerned about. I do think the Houston Texans have the best opening for a coach to come in here and really put his his uh, imprint on what's going what you know what's going on in Houston. Um, but I do think it's 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 fairly simple to look at Denver and go, yeah, I can go out there and win in a hurry. They got they got some pieces in place. No, you you brought that up more, and I really sat back and thought about that with Denver. But if Sean Payton, like if he went there, like it's all it's all how you feel about Russ. Like I don't think Russ is just done, right? I, I like I'm not saying Russ is going to be the Hall of Fame level player that he was, where he was like almost alone offensively leading this team to ten wins every year in Seattle. But I don't think he's done, and they already have like a, a potentially elite defense, yeah. if not a playoff-level well, defense. And the weapons around, they had a lot of injuries to important pieces. Their left tackle, their running back, Williams, the kid from North Carolina, that they were really excited about. And and, and then their receivers are still – so – And, Joe, you look, look at – to your point, look at look at what's going on in Cincinnati right now. They retooled their offensive line, and, and they've, they've been so injured to the point where Max Sharping – couldn't even make the team in Houston, the worst team, and he's starting in an AFC championship game for, for the Bengals. But my only point in saying that is, is to your to your point, they got some really good skill players. They got a quarterback that can definitely play above average. You put a, a good offensive mind in there, a good offensive coordinator in there, they'll they'll immediately overcome some of the shortcomings up front. Cincinnati's doing it right now, and and, and have two years in terms of of their offensive line struggles. So. Um, By the way, I think you, Denver Denver's a, a a pretty pretty sexy spot for a coach to land. Did you see Max Sharping? Yeah, I had never seen him look that good in my life. Well, when the quarterback's getting the football out, I mean, of, he's and, getting. I mean, I mean, but I mean, I just I was like, and then Max is. I mean, and, and I mean, he's rolling over people. Yeah, and that's a good group of defensive linemen. I said, what in what in the world happened to Max Sharping? Right. Yeah. No. I, I love I love the thought of of you know. Put, putting him in there, and, and look, the quarterback, the, as quickly as Joe Burrow gets rid of the ball, he's going to cover up 75% yeah. of, of a mistake that, that the offensive line makes. 
So, I mean, you, you don't have to be great up front when you've got a guy like Joe Burrow and a guy like Zach Taylor dialing up the plays. You don't have to be great up front. So, the, I only say that to say, you know, the Sean Paytons of the world, the, the, the Mike, hopefully the Mike Kafkas of the world, these young, these young offensive coordinators are up and coming. Hopefully they can immediately overcome some of the, some of the issues uh, that, that are in, a, in, a, in this instance with the, the Texans. Yeah, someone on the text line said, should the Texans be pushing harder on Sean Payton now that we're hearing this? Should they be pushing harder to try to, to see if they can get him going? I, I, I surely can't believe he's just like – He's he's being turned down. I like I like I, I just don't know if that that if that price is like, first of all I don't know if that price is real. This, to me this must mean that Sean Payton is is not feeling what he's seeing and I'm just I'm just wondering what the hell's gonna be next. Like, what's gonna be better? Probably a little bit of both. Sean's no fool. Sean's not gonna he knows he can wait until next year or the following year and he can get back into coaching and not have to get you know, there's something too with Sean of like, do you wanna get into coaching? with a team that clearly has some some issues and then the team that you're leaving is requiring your new home to give up two first round picks. Yeah. Like that's I mean Sean's no fool. He's going he's going to put himself in the best position to have success. He's not going to set himself up for failure just for the love of the game and to get back into coaching. Yeah. All right, uh Patty Smith, she's going to join us coming up next. She is uh she knows everything you need to know about uh, this great event coming up, and uh, she better she put the damn thing together. Chief. She does every time. We'll, we'll see what kind of sleep she's she's uh, she's rolling on. Last time she was up. Uh, yep, she said zero, none. All right, we'll uh, we'll uh, set the scene for you for one of the best events in this city, the Houston Sports Awards, with uh, the great Patty Smith coming up next on the drive. Live on the red carpet at the 6th Annual Houston Sports Awards. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, that's right. We are live on the red carpet. Uh, It's going to be a wonderful night. It's going to be a great night as we are here at the Wortham Theater celebrating uh, one of the great events here, the Houston Sports Awards. And we are joined by... Uh, a couple of people who are uh, one behind and in front and all a part of the scenes and uh, somebody we look forward to hearing from tonight, Patty Smith, who uh, who runs the, the show here and puts it together. And then uh, King Marino, who's uh, joining us, legendary rapper out of uh, Atlanta, who is going to uh, going to be a part of uh, the festivities tonight uh, before we get. To uh to the uh to the to the king here. I like that. We just stick that right out there. <laughs> king Marino. I like that. Before we get to him, Patty, uh, kind of set the scene on where we are uh, tonight uh, and what's going to be going on in this event. Well, where we are tonight is we are at the Night of the Century, the sixth annual Houston Sports Awards Night of the Century, of course, um, honoring Elvin Hayes. Calvin Murphy and Bruce Matthews as our Hall of Fame inductees. Larry Durker will be receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, Jim Crane, the Executive of the Year. Jose Altuve, the Sportsmanship Award. Not to mention the other categories that we have nominations and nominees for that we'll see who they win as it comes. But, yeah, the Night of the Century, of course, starting with um, 1968 with Elvin Hayes and the Game of the Century. It's kind of what the theme was built around. And we're all purple and gold out here, and we've got um, a, a great purple carpet instead of a red carpet, and we're ready to go. How's, you, you've got uh, Bregman hosting this event, um, which that's, that's, a, that's a pretty big-time deal. Local Is, is that the first uh, player? Uh, like, like I, I know you've had several people involved, but a current player that's actually hosting 
yeah. um, the, the, the event? Yeah, I've actually had a number of players like ask and want to host it. Really? But um, Bill Worrell actually obviously started hosting it for the first couple of years. And um, then we had Hannah Storm last year. Actually, Alex was supposed to host it last year. And then when we had to switch it because of COVID and it ended yep. up to be on an Astros game night. So long story short, he goes, no, I really want to do it. I'm in for next year. I held him to it. He is so on it. I mean, he came to rehearsal yesterday. He's like rewriting the scripts and he's like coming up with his own jokes. He thinks he's hysterical. Oh, oh you're serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this is, oh, oh, this is serious. It's oh, he's got on. jokes. He's yeah. got jokes. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't my. give anything away, but he's fired oh. up about it. He's got his new suit. I mean, he's just really jacked up about it. So I think he's going to be great and I think it's going to be a great night. Wow. Well, like oh like always, other than the host, and, and as you mentioned, there's several categories here, athlete of the year, coach of the year, collegiate athlete of the year, moment of the year, on and on. A lot of people being uh, recognized tonight, um, but you've also got, there's an entertainment element to this thing. Huh? We always have great entertainment here at the Houston Sports Awards, and this year we've done something really kind of cool. You know, I've always... I've always had like a affinity, which is weird because I've never been this huge rap fan. But for some reason, I just have like made this connection with Houston rappers Bun B, Paul Wall, and Paul's performing tonight. Uh, Bun will be in the house presenting a special award tonight. But we brought in, um, and he's right here with me, King Marino from Atlanta. To each of our Hall of Famers, we have created an individual song for them. For Bruce Matthews, uh, we've got a country artist that's doing a song for him. Um, for Elvin Hayes, it's kind of a Motown type feel. And um, King Marino came in, and he wrote this rap song for Calvin. And I can honestly say oh, I am most excited about this portion of the show, um, probably more than any other. Mm. This got to have some pizzazz to it. Because, I mean, when I think about Calvin Murphy, I think about the – Yeah, I had the, to bring a little sauce. You had to bring a little <laughs> sauce. You had to bring a little sauce. Mine is a little bit hip-hop and trap. Yeah, te- ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Te- tell us, tell us a little bit about how. Th- I mean, you get a phone call, and I mean, this can't be every day. You get a phone call and say, "Hey, can you can you put something together for Calvin Murphy?" Correct. I mean, tell um, us a little bit about the process. I got the brief to write the song, and I just jumped in. Uh, I think I had about forty eight hours to get it back, and I got it back in twenty minutes. Hold on, hold on now, King. See, it's one. We don't know what a brief is, man. Like most of us don't know what I got a brief the, is. I got an email. <laughs> okay, I got, e- I got an email. I got you. I got to, you. To, to work on a demo. Okay. And I just went, went in on it, went real hard, and I had it back to him in 20 minutes. Miss um, Patty liked it. We went through a bunch of verges, and we ended up back where we started, and that's the sauce I'm bringing to you. Uh, it's beautiful. Like, oh, we I went love it. A lot of, like, look at you. Oh, you like, are beaming. Like, you like, are ready for this. Like, when I hear the song, I am, I'm not even kidding. Like, I've already sang it for him, and he just laughs at me because I'm like, it sticks in your head. It's it's awesome. Oh, that's, that's what, what, hey, but t- tell us, Mario, tell us a little bit about, I mean, that's got to be, I know it's your profession, so there's obviously not nerves like if, if my silly tail was up there trying to rap or sing or something. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Calvin Murphy, man. I mean, that's, I mean, you're, you're, this ain't just a, a, a song of, uh, about your life or, or your up. This is about a dude that's going to be standing right there, you know, and, and, and part of the event. That's got to be a. A, a little different feeling, huh? I thought about that, and my the way I approached it is the song is about his life, but some of the words are similar to my life. Sure. And so cool. that's that was how I brought the energy. Like you know, yeah. I was a small guy. People told me I couldn't do a lot of things too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like it. And so that's my fire. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's great. What uh, t- where where can folks outside of this event? Obviously, if you ain't got a ticket in here, you need to make sure you get one next year because this is big time. You never know what you're gonna see, but. Where can folks find your work outside of, of being here tonight? I have music on all streaming platforms, Apple, yep. Spotify, YouTube, and yep. I'm Key Marino. That's how you find me. 
King Marino, y'all yes, check sir. it out, man. This one's going to be topping his charts. This one might be topping all the charts. <laughs> I mean, she hey, is. Hey, it. She I mean, she I'm is. on it. She is serious. Hey, King's going to be like, I got this one song in Houston that is just flying off the racks. I, I just, don't know what's going I on. I just wish I – see, I wish I could have been there because he, he slid some things through. I wish I could have been there and understand because he said we went through a couple of drafts like – like Patty was like, no, that one ain't it. <laughs> no, one, I mean, I, no, honestly, well, not really. Yeah, we what we did was condense it down to make it more like a, a fun song, not just like I'm reading a paper about nice. Gavin Murphy. Yeah. So that was we went all the way and then we came back. What? What? How long? How long do you do you have? What's the What's the length of it? Oh, uh, the song is about two minutes and forty six seconds. Okay. Mm-hmm. About. Two forty-six. About, yeah. I think Patty's just going to give him as much time as he needs. That's right. Right. He can do it twice. <laughs> he can do it twice. I'll be looking down at Patty. Going to be up there on the front row, <laughs> losing her mind. Well, man, we look. We know you had a, a tough time hecking in St. Louis, getting getting here with, with the snow, and and then here. Who would have thought we had issues with tornadoes? And and uh, but we appreciate you. I thank you man, for having make, me. making it happen and and uh, being a part of it. You, you're hanging out with the right folks, the right event. That's for damn sure. Thank you, sir. It's good. Yeah. Any 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 special? Uh, I don't know. Surprises or anything different from from previous years that that's making this one unique this year. Every year there's something special and there's surprises. But yeah, like I said, the them. entertainment's going to be a big deal. So these three original songs are really cool. Um, we also have the NFL Players Choir making um, an appearance with about 10 different NFL players from retired players from all across the country have flown in to do some stuff for Bruce as well. Um, so, yeah. It's you, wait, you, you, said, you said something, and I don't, this isn't a secret because I, I think we were on air when you told us last time with Bruce and in, in his family. Yeah. Are they all coming? Yep. There's something there. What was that? Yep. His five sons and his two daughters, um, but all five NFL players and then his two daughters, they are gonna all, they're all here. They're going to actually present Bruce. Wow. Cool. We've got Rudy Tomjanovich presenting to Calvin, and we've got Don Chaney and Mayor Sylvester Turner presenting Elvin Hayes. Awesome. All right. We look forward to uh, tonight. It should be a, a really fun night as usual, and uh, I look forward to this performance. I Thank mean, you. The way they, the way Patty is talking it up. I mean, this thing, <laughs> this thing, boy, it's it's everybody it's up. Some sauce. It's some sauce. Right. It's some sauce, guys. It's saucy. <laughs> <laughs> I like when she's saying like bye. Yep. <laughs> now I, I can dance with that party. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Patty Smith, King Marino. Uh, should be uh, fun uh, tonight. All right. Uh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm amped for this now. See. I, it's always see, a I good would, time, I, man. I, 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 I wish he could have wrote one for Bruce Matthews too. I really—I mean, they got the country guy singing in for for Bruce. I—I I, I wish he'd have put something together for Bruce too. Well, you can't just just because we like King don't mean you can push I mean, the country just, guy completely out. I just—I mean, damn. I don't want to push him completely out. See, but it's always—you you can't have nice things, man. I can. I we, just we, feel we got like a legendary Atlanta rapper coming in for for Calvin Murphy, and you just want to push him on. Bruce. Actually, I just wish they could have switched the folks. Shut up, shut up. Like, kind of made it off. <laughs> Like, hey, man, let's. I, let's, I don't know. I let's, feel let's, like if some old boy in a cowboy hat would have come out there singing for Calvin Murphy. That's what I, I want. I, I don't know if that would That's what I want. I, don't I know want the that... country singer for Calvin. I want King Marino for, for Bruce <laughs> <laughs> to be up there with Bruce and his seven kids <laughs> cut loose. That would have been fantastic. Hey, show, I I, uh, I tease this in the crosstalk. I don't know if you had already, if you came running upstairs or you already hit it, man, but there is a, uh, there's a video out there. There's a video out there that that dropped right as we were coming on the air. We hadn't had a chance. There's so much going on here. We hadn't had a chance to get to it. 
Uh, but show we we gotta we we gotta tell the folks about this. Well, this is gonna hit that. some folks in the pocket at some this point. Is, in time, we huh? can talk about that. Yeah, we. Oh, it most definitely Ooh. might. All right, uh, we'll discuss that because uh, this video that Clint's talking about uh, has a huge, huge potential effect on this weekend upcoming in the NFL. We'll discuss that coming up next. Live on the red carpet at the 6th Annual Houston Sports Awards, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right, as we are live at uh, the night of the century, the Houston Sports Awards right here, presented by Inspirity at the uh, Wortham Theater, and uh, it should be a good time tonight. You just heard from Patty Smith. A lot of surprises, a lot of fun things happening uh, tonight, uh, so uh, should be fun. We'll, we'll never know who will stop by, and I saw this on the trailer, Wilder Frame text line. Oh, uh, whoever stops by, it's your hope show doesn't piss them off. Shut up. I just got the red carpet. We're wanting to get into a controversy. <laughs> I, I would appreciate it. I, I, think the, I think it's sage advice. That's not. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very overblown uh, narrative that's pushed around. It's not true. It affects um, all of us is, is the thing. Not, you got to think not, your teammates here, man. It's, that's it's not the scary true. thing about this deal, boys, is mm-hmm. not true. It's, a, it's not a real narrative. And by the way, sorry you weren't able to make it during the show, Tyler. You know, you're um, – Tyler 2.0 is here, and he has already been uh, – uh, he has already been confused as you one time. So uh, He's been blessed then. Two more times. We got – well – uh, we'll see if we'll, we'll, we'll win our over-under. All right, Clint, you, you were, uh, you've been beaming about this video that you saw. Uh, it's crazy, man. James Palmer uh, of uh, – was he NFL Network? Uh-huh. James Palmer of NFL Network. He posted a video an hour ago. It's already got 83,000 views. Um, and he says, analyze away, Twitter. Patrick Mahomes is practicing today. We got to see, we got to see him stretch. Full zoom. On the iPhone. All right, look, here's – I'm watching. Break it down now. I mean, look, he's he's stretching, walking right at the camera, the old soldier walk where, you know, stretching the hamstrings, bring one right foot up to the left hand, left foot up to the right hand, and, and there's zero limp whatsoever. There's zero easing one leg down uh, back to the ground. Um, then, then he does like a little bit of an A-skip type deal for all the athletes out there. You know what I'm talking about. A little, little bit of an A-skip. And then he jogs across the field and then down the field to the first drill, and there's not one bit of a limp. I, I, I just – we had a conversation yesterday's show about how, how – or maybe it was Monday about how this is going to, you know, change the way that, that he plays the game. It's completely and, changed the, the, the money line on this thing. Yeah, it's changed the line <laughs> and everything below it, right? I, I'm just telling you – it 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 looks it looks he he looks thank you buddy he looks, show didn't even show didn't even think about blessing. well i was trying yeah, I was no. to try to talk i was going to have to try to talk through <laughs> through you so we just didn't have any dead air there uh oh. but no it, he does look he the the simple fact that on wednesday they have him out there i think many people thought he may not practice all week and that they would just rest 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 and get treatment the simple fact that he's out there practicing and they're they're comfortable with him just doing these things, yeah. and it doesn't seem like there's a trainer or anybody around him, like you know, keeping tabs on him. He just looks like he's going through practice as normal. I can't believe there's no like if you didn't know that he got injured, you you wouldn't know it in this video. Most really? most social media videos are for clicks, and most of them are are it's silly. They're not what they're at. This is 
if I'm a betting man, which which I may end up betting on these two games this weekend, my my money and, and my mindset has swung drastically based off of this this little video right here that James Palmer really posted. You're surprised you you because you're surprised that he's moving that well. Absolutely, and it's, it's Wednesday. It's right? Wednesday. I mean, I'm surprised he's moving that well. I, I'm I'm I don't think in it. now will he based off this video? Do I believe that he's going to be able to? To, to play off platform all the time and, and do all these jump throws and all that. I, I don't advise it at this point in time, but I think he is much further along in his in his uh, treatments, if you will. It's not rehab because he ain't going to miss a game. It's, it's, it's treatment. Um, he's much further along in that treatment, and, and he is moving much better than I expected. I didn't, even know, I didn't even know if we'd see him out there. He's moving ten times better than I thought. And, and so, as you talked about money, the thing Sunday night after we knew the matchup, it was a the Chiefs were a two and a half point favorite. It has now since gone. It, it then swung oh, to two Bengals. and a half as they were underdogs to the Bengals swung at five home. Points and now Bengals. I think the latest I've seen is is it's a the, the Bengals are a one and a half point favorite. Uh, and, and one point favorite has even swung down to the, more. The, the hook, yeah, the hook last I saw just a few minutes ago. The hook on that dropped off. It's a one point game now. I wonder if this video changes it. Oh, I, get, I wonder I by what do you think it is by Friday? Friday, you think it's pick 'em? No, I, I think the Chiefs will be favored. Really? Yeah. If they were they were originally favored, would you say two and a half? Two and a half. And yep. it swung it swung to two and a half. Yeah, I, I think it'll swing back into their favor. It's at home. I think it'll swing back into their favor to some degree, it, especially it, after watching this. Hell, I, I don't. It wouldn't surprise me if it didn't before the end of the day. It's it, it is interesting. It is crazy that he's doing it because, I mean. You know how close looking his injury was to Tony Pollard's? And Tony yeah, Pollard Tony broke, broke his, his – yeah. broke his leave Wednesday is out here <laughs> skipping, jumping, and and running. Like that is uh that is that is that is uh interesting to see. Any, so. so anybody that jumped on that uh at Bengals line uh, or or hell the 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 a line that's moved five points, you may want to circle back to that thing. For yeah. all my betting folks out it there. Might be, might be. One five, one five is moving and he ain't limping. All right. This weekend, though, um, is going to take more than a guy like Patrick Mahomes, a guy like Joe Burrow. It's going to take more than them. If we look at w- what's left in the playoffs, we've got these four teams, the Eagles and the Niners and the NFC, and then the, the, uh, the, the Chiefs and the Bengals are going to get going uh, in the AFC. Who who do you think are the other top players? Like who if you had if you had picked three to five or so something like that, who who are the next guys that are going to impact impact in a major way these uh th- this postseason? Yeah, if, if you take so to, for me with this conversation show, if you take out if you take out Pat Mahomes and you take out Joe Burrow, what the, who who all's left? You know who are your top three to five players that uh, you feel like can. Are going to are going to shine the most, and I'm going to tell you, it's got to start with Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah. I mean, it's got to start with Jalen Hurts, and you talk about. Uh, I don't know that any player. I don't know if the spotlight will be on any player more than Jalen Hurts this weekend. Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, you know, got got an unbelievable supporting cast. All he's got to do is keep the keep the uh, the bus on the road. All he's got to do is not make a bunch of mistakes and give him two or three plays. Uh, two or three throws along the way. We know who Pat is. We know who Joe Burrow is. The 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 X factor or the unknown at this point in time has to be Jalen Hurts. Can Jalen Hurts? Can he can he lead his team to victory? 
in, in, in not the Super Bowl, but, but the NFC Championship when the stage is, is that big and that bright? And can Jalen Hurts, can, can he attack one of the best run defenses in, the, in, in all of football in the way that they need to for his style of football to show that it can carry to a Super Bowl and maybe even win a Super Bowl show? I, I think it starts, it starts with, um, with Jalen Hurts. And then I, I think my number two, which is really, really close to Jalen Hurts, is Jamar Chase. Yeah. I mean, Jamar Chase, it's, it's one of those where the things that he does is obviously really special. But the, and he's in a class of receivers where you go, okay, all these guys are really, really good. And what they bring, they're game changers, right? But then you get to an element, to me, where you go, how consistently do they do it and how effortlessly do they do it? And Jamar Chase is as good as anybody in the game. Devontae Adams is a great one that consistently just does crazy things effortlessly, right? I think, you know, T. Higgins could be a one on, on, a, on a team right now, but he doesn't bring the same – No. He doesn't bring the same uh, sauce, to, to use a King Marino term. He doesn't bring the same sauce to the position that Jamar Chase does. So, I got, I got Jalen Hurts number one. I got Jamar Chase number two. And then a guy you're very, very familiar with, Travis Kelsey – obviously, and, and what he means to Kansas City and what he means is going to be magnified this this week because I do believe, although Pat Mahomes' ankle appears to be better than we thought, he always relies on on uh, Travis Kelsey. 14 balls last yeah. week. So, I mean, th- those, are, those are my three guys. I mean, all of these teams show have, I mean, a boatload of do athletes and, and skill players, but those would be my three. Yeah, the, the, what what Jamar Chase and I would agree with you on, especially with Chase and, and Kelsey. What they are, what they do is they make. I mean, they allow T. Higgins to look like he's every bit a number one. They allow Tyler Boyd to look like he's a number one. Like Travis, and and they still eat. Yeah, like Travis Kelsey caught fourteen balls last week, and you have to know. Walking into it, Mike Caldwell is saying, in the passing game, we've got to stop 87. And it didn't matter if it was Mahomes or Chad Henney. He still caught 14 balls and allowed other guys to be effective as well. And Jamar Chase does that uh, as well in in, in, um, uh, in Cincinnati for the for the Bengals. I want to go a little bit because we, we, we tend to forget about defense because I think there are some defensive guys. I think Nick Bosa. I was offense heavy. I know you. Are. <laughs> I think Nick Bosa. Uh, he, I mean, he can affect this game. And you talk about Jalen Hurts. He can ruin this game for Jalen Hurts. Like we can think about all the things that he does, but Nick Bosa, who I think is going to be the defensive player of the year this year, I think he could be a real difference maker in this game for the Niners. And they got to figure that out. They got to figure him out. Um, I, I also think Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Uh, for the Chiefs, I just think about this. 50, 60 snaps. Chris Jones against Max <laughs> Sharping. Mm-hmm. 60 snaps. Like the potential of that. Where I wouldn't line him up against anybody else. I, yeah. They like to move him up and down. I, I don't need to test anything else. Like I, As you said, we've watched Max Sharping on the snap turn his shoulders parallel to the to the end zone, to yeah. the sideline. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, so so that like, and, and he's a guy's fifteen sacks uh, from the interior this year. And then there's a guy that I don't think gets enough credit, Hassan Reddick. I think he should get a lot of defensive player of the year votes. He is an outside linebacker for the Eagles, and he's produced. He produced for the Panthers last year. 
Like, if you look at his numbers, he plays a similar role that Micah Parsons does, and a lot of his numbers are better. Like, he had 16 sacks this year. Yeah. Like, he's second in the league in sacks and, and, and had more tackles for loss than Micah Parsons. I mean, he is, he is somebody that no one talks about. And he wrecked the game for Daniel Jones multiple times last week in that playoff game. So I, I, I want to include some of these defensive players because I had a feeling you would just go complete offense. I, I, I think yeah. he probably I'm surprised Christian McCaffrey did sneak his way I, in there. I could have I could have got into I could have got into I could have went five deep for you. At, <laughs> at, uh, I mean, because we didn't even talk about Debo Samuel. We didn't even talk about uh, we didn't talk about uh, Christian McCaffrey. We did we didn't even even mention uh, uh, AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get into um, I mean, I, look, I, I think I think. Uh, uh, Jason Kelsey is, is on the offensive side of football. Well, center, um, yep. I mean, he's getting a, a ton of love uh, right now. You talk about Trent Williams, the best. Some people talking about the best tackle to ever play the game. Kind of, kind of conversations around him. So there's a bunch of good ones on the offensive side of the football. But I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with those three, man. I, I'm excited about our own Houston, Houston's own Channel View's own Jalen Hurts. Um, not only being in, in the big game, but man, you talk about a guy that from from a uh, the mobile quarterback perspective, um, you know, if, if he can break some barriers here and, and prove that that player that that that's a big part of his game can can go on and, and win the big one, um, it, that would be huge, man. And and I know his family's here. I know some of them listen, man. I, I'm excited to watch him in the in the, uh, in, the in the NFC Championship game and hopefully a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for the Eagles. I'm rooting for the Eagles. Yep. I hope they. I'm anxious. I tell you what, I'm anxious. I'm, I'm anxious to, to watch what that particular ball game is. is the Eagles, they got a thousand yard rusher in um, Miles uh, Sanders, Sanders. Um, and, and then you know what Jay can do, Jalen can do with his legs, and and I, I'm just anxious to see how that matches up with San Francisco's run defense. I, I just, I, if if San Francisco can make Philly one dimensional, then they're going to have major problems. I just don't think that they're going to be able to do it. I think Philly's going to be able to to, to run the ball the way the way in which they attack sideline to sideline. Gainwell is 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 really really good mm-hmm. um, in that in that kind of third back role. I, I'm I'm excited to watch that offense, man. Dallas Goddard too. He's uh, yeah. He's yeah, a, yeah. they got him back and they're they're whole, they just I mean they have the best. Those two might be the best two rosters in the NFL. I think the difference needs to be Jalen Hurts MVP candidate. Against Brock Purdy, that, that that would imagine to me to be the the difference. All right, um, so uh, yeah, man, it should be a fun Sunday coming up this weekend. All right, uh, we'll give you the latest on the update. Two interviews happened today. We'll uh, we'll let you know uh, about those uh, with the Texas candidates, and as well as an update on Sean Payton. And um, it's interesting. Hell, he may not coach anywhere. We'll let you hear the latest on that as we are live here. Uh, at the uh, the Houston Sports Awards, not the red carpet, the purple carpet, as uh, as Patty said, and uh, and uh, we uh, we'll got you we got you covered the rest of the way right here on the drive.